This is the Blackout Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blackout Podcast presented by Nano 2 Lee Clothing Company. And where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today I have Megan Lolo. Yep. Shit, got it right. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know you do makeup, but there's also Fuse Boutique. So yes. yeah, this lady with so many talents. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Uh, so let's go back. Like, how far back can you remember your love for makeup starting? Honestly, it started pretty late for me. In life. <laughs> it did. Compared to most makeup yeah, artists. Yeah. Yep, I was later to the game. I was a tomboy growing up. I was not into girly stuff. I mean, I sort of was, but I was played a lot of sports and and that kind of thing. And it was different back then than it is now. Like little girls can grow up now and be tomboys and be really girly. Back mm. then you kind of had, you know, culturally speaking, you had to pick one or the other. So, I was a tomboy. And then Around university, I guess, I just kind of really started to get into makeup and dressing up and that sort of thing. And so probably around the age of 20 is when I started getting into makeup. Uh, and then professionally, I didn't get into it till about 28, I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what what was the journey between liking makeup and then turning into a business for you? Um, I think, honestly, it was when MAC Cosmetics opened in Halifax, which I think changed the game for a lot of people around here. Um, my aunt worked there and mm. I went in to see her on a Thanksgiving break and I was like, I belong here. And <laughs> I, I was in the middle of a business degree at the time. So I finished that, but then always kind of thought in the back of my mind, like, this is where I want to be. I want to be surrounded by all of these interesting, creative people who are, you know, doing so many different cool things. And, and this is where I, I feel like I need to be. And so when I finished makeup school, like after I made the change, like a total 180 career change and mm -hmm. went back to school and took makeup. Um, I applied at Mac right away because that was kind of always the ultimate goal was to work there because there's no better place you can work if you want to learn makeup oh. than Mac. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And um, where did you study? Where did you go to study makeup? I went to Concepts. They're closed now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how long was the course for? Probably about five months. It wasn't very long. Oh, okay. Yeah. And why do you say Mac is the best place if you want to learn makeup? I think because they hire people that are not afraid to think outside the box. And so it really inspires like a lot of different creativity while they have sort of like very specific things that they want their employees to do and sell. When it comes to the artistry, you're completely on your own and you can do whatever you want based on what the client wants, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it's just such a creative place and being surrounded by people that are doing what you want to learn how to do is the best way to learn no matter what you're doing. You know, you wouldn't go to be, um, you know, a carpenter without being surrounded by other carpenters. Like learning it on your own is a lot harder than learning it in a group. And mm. so I found that just like the collaboration and like you know, I got so many great tips from all the girls working there. And even still, when I work with other artists, I've become even more inspired because they do things completely differently than I would do. And it just makes you think, you know, outside the box a little. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, how was the experience? Uh, what are some of the things you learned while we're doing the course? 
Um, doing the course, it was a really great introduction, um, especially like learning how to do makeup, like from start to finish using like proper techniques and things like that. It was really good that way. Like technically speaking, it was really good. Um, uh, we learned a lot about being clean and being sanitary and that was really important. And I think that that's an important reason to go to school for something like makeup or aesthetics or hair is just learning about the sanitation that goes behind it because you don't really think about how you know, you could really hurt somebody mm. by being unclean. So that was really important. Um, and there was people in my class that I never would have gotten to meet as well. So like people with different skin tones, different backgrounds and that sort of thing. And being exposed to all of that from a makeup standpoint is was really great. So you would do makeup on each other? Yeah, we practiced oh, on each other. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, then how long were you working with Mark for? Five years, about okay. five years. Yeah, for a little while I had another job and I worked there part-time and then I worked there full-time for about a year and then I work, went and got another full-time job and worked there part-time. So kind of like off and on for five years, I guess. So Mark has always kind of been home for you in a way? It was and honestly it still feels like that. I haven't worked there in a long time, maybe a couple of years now. Mm. And I still love going back there because it's just like a different kind of family feel. Like the girls that I worked with were so great and I miss being part of a team for sure. Yeah. Oh, and you really okay. are a team there. Yeah. And then what made you decide to start working for yourself? Um, I think it was because, I mean, while working for Mac was so great, you have to work every single Saturday. And if you want to be a freelance makeup artist, most of the work is on weekends. And so oh. ha not having the flexibility to be able to say, like, I have a wedding booked, you know, every weekend of the summer. Like, I just couldn't – you can't really do both. You sort of have to choose. And so mm. I knew that freelancing was ultimately what I wanted to do. And so I just made that decision and parted ways. Was it a difficult decision to make? Not at the time. I was ready to go. Oh, I was okay. ready to go. Yeah. So you would you um, like you know you'd be working at Mac, but did you have did you start doing freelance on the time before you left? I oh, did. Okay. Yep, I did, and it was a, working there was a great way to get clients too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right then. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. and then how long ago did you finally decide I'm going to go ahead and do this thing by myself? How long ago was this? Uh, a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I started my YouTube channel two years ago as well. And that's been like a whole transformation in itself, like within my business. My business has tripled since I started like putting myself out there on YouTube and social media and getting, you know, other people in the industry will find you that way. And then that is how you sort of like everything will snowball and get better and bigger once you start putting yourself out there. Mm. Yeah. Um. Do you remember your first YouTube video? Yes, I do. I deleted it by accident. <laughs> I no. deleted it by accident. But I do remember, yeah, it was dark out because I looked back and watched it after. And I was like, why did I do it at 7 <laughs> o'clock at night? It was so dark. And so I had like a lamp beside me or something. And I did like a glamorous nighttime look and uh, yeah I remember and I remember saying to the camera like I'm really nervous and I was even though it's funny like you're in a room by yourself so if you mess up you just edit it out <laughs> you know I do a lot of cutting <laughs> so yeah I was uh it was I do remember it yeah it was what made you decide is that a YouTube channel um I think because I, I watched them all the time and I uh, thought like this would be a fun way to like connect with other people that also want to like watch makeup videos and do talk about makeup and sort of thing. So I sort of did it because I, 
I was no longer working at Mac full time or, or as often. I was just casual there, I think, at the time. So I was working every couple months. Mm. And I just missed talking about makeup. And so I thought, you know, when I have time, I'm just going to make YouTube videos. And it's a good way to practice. And watching yourself on camera, like you'll just keep getting better and better because you'll see little things that you want to tweak. So I thought it's just going to improve everything mm. if I start taping myself and putting it out there for the world to oh, see. What are, what are some of the things you talk about? Um, I talk about, like, I think the biggest message that I have on my channel is that, like, makeup can be for, is something that's for everyone and it's not just for people that are super glamorous or that want to wear like full faces every day like my channel is really more for like the average person more than somebody who already knows how to do makeup mm. so I think that it's an it's a field and like it's a thing that people are intimidated by and so I wanted to create a space where people who knew nothing and who are scared to go into the makeup counter because I used to run into that at MAC all the time and I see it when I go to shoppers and Sephora shopping like there's always that nervous person in the back that doesn't want anyone to talk to them and they don't know what they're looking for and so I was like I want to create a space where people can go where they don't know anything mm. and they can learn really basic things that can just make them feel a little bit better. So you would talk about whatever it is and then you do it on your face? Yep. And Have you just, ever had a video where you did it on someone else? Yeah, well, not yet. That's coming. <laughs> yeah, coming, yeah. And so what would be the approach to making such videos? The videos with somebody else? Yeah. Uh, I think, like, I, I do get requests from people to do, like, a look on mature skin. So for, like, older ladies, I get requests for that. So maybe I'll start there. Um, I have a friend who's a guy, and so we're going to do sort of, like, a comedic video about... Um, like me doing makeup on him because he's mm. just really funny and animated. He, we had one where he did makeup on me, so that was really funny. <laughs> How it did was, that one go? It was, well, it was funny, <laughs> but it wasn't really uh, the best makeup, but that was the point. So that was the point. Were you um, giving him tips on what to no, do? No, I just laid everything out and said, do what you feel. <laughs> he was a pretty good sport. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, but then... Like, especially if you're in film or TV or whatever, even men, you do makeup, right? Some, yeah. 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 Um, so I know that's not really, because, like, you're more in the glam area. Yeah, I'm more, like, event-based. Yeah. Yeah, like, beauty and event makeup would be more what I do. Like, I've done video makeup, a, like, a little bit, like, once mm. or twice, but I haven't done a whole lot of that. Yeah, it's just not really, I just, to be honest, I would do it, but I don't get, I don't get approached about it. Well, what was the difference between the two? Um, well, if it's going to be in like a studio, like a big TV studio, it's a, mm. a lot more intense than like a photo that's being taken like in natural light, you know, like all of those lights are, you have to put way more makeup on somebody and it's not really right in their face. You know what I mean? Like, so you put a lot more on and, and it's just totally, it's just a different sort of thing. Like same places, but just a lot more. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, you know, if you haven't film. Uh, you, you know, you have the makeup artist then and he or she does a thing. And then between, between, sh between takes, they're going down and touch up and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I wonder like with weddings, you do that. Is there any need for that? Like someone coming every, I don't know, two hours or whatever to touch up the bride? I've never been asked to do that. Oh, okay. It's not really something that people do that I so know of. So you just put up the makeup. You put it on, on and it lasts all day. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long day. It's a long day. <laughs> yep. Especially How does you, it stay on? You just, you use the right products. Oh. Yeah. It's all about using the right products. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
and just really making sure that you like work in small layers. You just build up the coverage. You don't put more on than they need because especially in the summer, like they're just going to sweat it off. So you just want to make sure that you're putting it where they need it and then you spray them with setting spray. And then <laughs> honestly, some days you leave with your fingers crossed and hope for the best. Like, on those hot, hot days, you're like, well, there's only so much I can do here. And you so, just tell them to bring a blot powder with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, do, hmm, do you, while I'm putting the makeup on them, or I, I, do you kind of give them tips? Should if they, they ask, I do. Okay. Some people want them and some people don't. So some people are like, just do my makeup. I don't care about what you're doing. Just do it. Mm. Other people are like, I want to know what you're doing. Why are you using that? Why are you... And I always answer their questions mm. if they have them. And if they don't, then we just talk about other things. Also, do you remember your first wedding? Uh, yeah, I do. Yep. Yep. How did that go? Really well. Mm. Yeah, really well. How did you meet the person? I knew her from high school. Oh, wow. So when I first started, it was mostly people that I knew mm. um, that knew that I did makeup and wanted a familiar face oh, okay, in the room. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And um, that was so. Now, you started with people you knew. When did you start getting other people to work with? Um, I think it was probably three summers ago was when I started getting, like, emails from my Instagram or, or even, like, people were giving up my name. I didn't have a website at that point. Mm. Um, so that probably three summers ago was when I first started getting requests, like, over and over again from random people that I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, how, like, you know, you just mentioned Instagram now. Mm. How What's your approach to Instagram? I use Instagram basically like as a way, like I want people to look at my Instagram and be like, okay, I kind of get her, you know, like she's a makeup artist. She does her own makeup. And I, I kind of want it to be a place where people can go for tips or they can go to just sort of see like the work that I'm doing. So it's sort of doubles as a portfolio and as sort of like a, like this is who I am and this is my style and this is my personality sort of thing. Oh. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. So it's kind of me and what I can do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great. I haven't yeah. even thought of that approach. Nice. Yeah. Um, but then how do you handle, I'm getting like your, so especially your Instagram is super interactive. How do you handle messages you get and all that stuff that you get? I just answer them right away. So I don't forget. <laughs> right back right away. If I don't, I'll forget about it. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. like, I'm sure it, you know, you get a lot of notifications and I things do. like this. I yep. do, And I just make sure that I write back right away. Because also, like, I want people to know that I appreciate their interactions with mm. me. So if somebody comments and says, like, oh, that's beautiful. Like, that bride was so beautiful. She looked great. Like, I want them to know that it's important to me that they said that. Mm. And I find, like, whenever I comment on somebody else's Instagram, if they don't write me back for a week, I'm like, you don't care that I just wrote <laughs> Right? Like, I want people to know I care. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and they yeah, might care. True. But it doesn't seem, you know, it just seems more genuine if you're. Right Thank away. you so much. That was so nice. Yeah. 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 If I can, anyway. Oh, wow. Hmm. Oh, so, and then one thing I've noticed is just talking to people that do, like, photos, makeup. Anyway, wedding-based stuff. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of, you know, since start, starting to talk to people that do that. What I have noticed is it books out fast. Yeah. Is it because... This is the season and everyone tries to put as much of like, especially weddings in mm-hmm. when the weather is this good. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. And I think that it's also because like there's only so many Saturdays mm. and there's only so many people that you can get there. So um, like for the most part, everyone's getting married on the same day of the week. So it would be different if people got married on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or, you know, but nobody's going to do that. Ah. So, <laughs> yeah, so like where there's only so many of us and there's only so many Saturdays, you yeah. know, and the same goes for your, you know, florists can do multiple in a day. So, you, you know, you should still book them early, but it's different. Like I can pretty much only do a group of eight people and then no more, right? So oh. unless you have a small, small group, like you just got to book it early or else you you just might not get the person that you want. Ah, it's true. It's, yeah. So like the person in, how far ahead is the um, earlier someone has booked you for? Two years. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody booked me one summer for the next, like two summers away. Gosh darn it, Yeah. Man. She was a keener. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know, that's done and done. Mm -hmm. So they know they are going to get... So they... Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to wait for the camera to go before I ask this. <laughs> okay. 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 But, but, but um, so two years away. Wow. Okay. Uh -huh. And then you're pretty much booked for the summer. Uh, do you ever have someone assist you when you're doing makeup? It's just you. So Not yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would love to like one thing that I would like to do is start mentoring like new makeup artists because mm. when I started freelancing, I was really lucky because I worked at Mac and all the girls I worked with had done freelance. So they had all kinds of tips for me and, and things like that. And so I would love like to mentor a new makeup artist and have them come with me and sort of just follow me and see what I do. And not so much like to assist me because I don't think I really need anybody else there, mm. but just so they can see like how the whole process goes. And I had a friend actually who did a lot of freelancing with for photo shoots and things like that. And when she start, she finished her course like a few months before I finished mine. And so I went with her for a couple shoots and I found that really helpful just to kind of see like the whole process and the interaction between her and the photographer, like how much there was. And mm. cause I had never had any exposure to that. Mm. And so I would love to do that for, for new makeup artists that are starting out. Cause I think it's so important to find someone who can mentor you through your beginning. Yeah. And then how would, say say i want to learn not me but say someone watching want to learn or listening want to learn how would they get in touch with you just message me on instagram or email me and we can go for a coffee instagram megan lawler makeup oh yeah straight mm -hmm. up just add makeup at then yeah <laughs> yep. yeah make yeah, it yeah. easy yeah oh okay 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 yeah and then um what would you be looking for in such a person um, somebody that's going to show up. Because <laughs> if they didn't show up, they'd yeah. be, that'd be it. Yeah. It's kind of like on a first date, if the person's late, you're like, because <laughs> you're bringing your A game on the first date. If they're late, <laughs> they're like, done. There's, there's no excuse. No, ex no. <laughs> Wait. Um, so no, because if I recommend them to someone uh, for someone's wedding and they don't show up, there's yeah, no excuse. Yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're in. Yeah. You know, it's a huge commitment and people are depending on you. So, mm. yeah, that would be the biggest thing, that and they're it, reliable. So, someone, so, so the bride or whoever wants you for makeup to reach out to your Instagram or your website. What's your website? Uh, MeganLawlerMakeup.ca. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they reach out to you and then you get in touch. What, what happens from then? Uh, we basically, like, usually people will get in touch with me and they'll give me the information that I need. If they don't, then I'll ask them. So I just need to know how many people it is, what day it is, and where it's happening. That's mm. all I need to know. And then I send them a quote and then they 
say yes or no, and then I send them a contract, and they send it back with a deposit, and then they're booked. Oh, deposit. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask about that. Yep. <laughs> I just started taking them last year. So. Oh, so mm -hmm. have you ever had a situation with someone booked and then canceled? Yeah. Have you ever had a situation with someone paid a deposit but then canceled? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> like, thank you very much for the free money. and Well, it's not free money because well, you actually have to put in work and stuff. You miss out on the stuff. whole day. Yeah. So it depends. Yeah. Like, I had yeah. someone cancel this year just a few, well, a couple months ago for next weekend. Oh. And so now I have a full day open. Oh. I, did, I couldn't rebook it. Everyone, nobody needs anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's frustrating. But it's, you know, now I have a long weekend off. So, I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> or someone might actually call in a book and now I'm like, oh, now I Now that have I've said that, that I probably will get booked. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a last minute booking. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know what? We're actually... I want to take a pause and then mm. we'll come back and talk about Fuse Boutique. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we're talking about Fuse Boutique and, you know, that happened. But actually, this hair clip from your hair is from Fuse Boutique. It is. Yep. It'll be new this week, actually. It's not up yet. Okay. Well, so, by the time this comes out, it'll probably, it'll probably be up. Yeah, probably. But yep. um, why did you decide to start an adventure? I mean, you're doing the YouTube thing. You're doing the makeup thing. Um, I think because ultimately, like, I want to start a business where that supports me full time that I can work for myself. Mm. And so that's the ultimate goal for Fused Boutique. Like, makeup is a, a passion of mine, obviously. It's like my first ever big passion that I followed. Mm. Uh, but I just don't think for me personally, it'll ever be a full time thing. Oh. Um, and I kind of like it being a side thing because I think I'll always love it that way. You know, I think if it was what I relied on for my livelihood, I, it, I may start to resent it sort of, you know, so this way it's something that I always will look forward to. And there's not a whole lot of pressure on me mm. for makeup. And so this way it'll always be something I'm like, Oh, I have a wedding on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Great. That's perfect. Ah. Something like this is a little bit more. I think that I could turn this into like a full time Thing and replace my income and, and work on this and focus on this. And gotcha. jewelry, I worked in a jewelry store years ago called What on Earth. It was based out of Fredericton, New Brunswick. And we had okay. a store here in Halifax. And I loved working there. Like I loved jewelry and I love how jewelry can make you feel. Like, you know, you're getting ready and you just put your jewelry on and then you're like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you know? So I kind of like that. And and I love, I don't know, I love accessorizing. I love fashion. And so I just, and I didn't want to start an online clothing store because half of all clothes that I bought <laughs> online are returned. <laughs> so I thought, like, let's go with something that'll always fit, right? Oh, wow. And yeah. then how did you come up with the name? Uh, I did some Google searching, and it wasn't taken. And I just thought, like, I wasn't actually sure if it, when I, um, when I reserved the name, I wasn't sure if it was just going to be jewelry. I thought that I might throw, like, some beauty stuff into it. Ah. And so I thought, like, I'm taking all of my passions and fusing them together. And oh. so that's where Fused came from. Yeah. But then a friend of mine who also worked in jewelry, she's like, well, that's actually perfect if you just do jewelry, too, because jewelry is fused together when it's made sometimes. So... Yeah, it just kind of fit, and it was easy to say, and it was one word, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuse boutique. Yeah. Wow, and then um, the so it has a website. What's the website? Fuseboutique.com. Yeah, um, you got that. Well, so it was actually a great idea to check it out. It was ready before even. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I suck at. Oh really? Yeah, because I'll name something and then people know, and then I have to go, you know. So I have to, but my way of getting around that is adding 
the or a or my or you know something yeah (laughs) i can't believe it wasn't taken because there are other stores like in the states called fused boutique because they have the name on instagram so that's kind of where i did some checking too like i'll see if there's any other fused boutiques and then i thought well there may not be one.ca or there might not be.com it might be the fused boutique or your whatever so Mm. i was lucky yeah it wasn't taken (laughs) yeah wait did you because i checked out the website did you do the design on that well i built it through shopify Oh, so yeah, that it's, one. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Plug and play. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you do have – I did have to do some Googling, like, to figure out how to do things. But, I mean, the internet's there, and usually it's all accurate. So. Oh, you just like YouTube videos and stuff. I did watch a lot. Yeah, and Shopify has great, like, resources for people who build their websites through Shopify on YouTube. They have uh, all these resources. So I've been watching a lot of those videos. Okay. Yeah. And what was the process for – first off, you knew, you know, you had a plan for this, an idea for this. Mm-hmm. But what was the process of setting it up? Um, well, basically, I I reserved the website and then I started like designing it sort of. And then I was like, well, whatever the products are, the design will probably all always be the same. So I was like, I'll just start designing it. And I started the process probably six or seven months ago. So when we met, I remember I said, like, I'm starting a business. I don't really know what it's going to be yet. That was the phase I was sort of still in. Mm. Um, and so I ordered a bunch of samples of jewelry from wholesalers. And I was like, you know, I'll just see if any of this is good. And if it's no good, then I'll go in another direction. And a mm. lot of it, most of it was great. So I was like, okay, I think that this is what I'll do. And and I thought, like, it ties in, you know, with what I do on YouTube because I'll do fashion videos and, and makeup, like, beauty videos and things. And this is sort of to a similar audience. Uh. So I thought, like, I might as well keep the – you know, the theme of this website to appeal to the same audience that I've already somewhat built for myself. So I thought that would be a good Yeah, I know it makes sense. You already have your people there. You know what they're interested in. So it's like one more thing that you might like. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But And I guess, you know, so you say you order from the wholesalers and stuff, but how how do you – Choose the pieces that go into Fuse Boutique. Uh, well, I just honestly, I order samples and I try test them out. Oh, so okay. I don't put anything on there that I haven't like worn for a few weeks myself. Just yeah. make sure it doesn't fall apart or tarnish or anything. And gotcha. you know, with proper care of your jewelry, it should be fine. Mm. Um, and so. Yeah, like that's sort of what I do. I'm like, can I wear this? Like, will I find a place to wear this as an average person that's not doing glamorous things all the time? Because that's sort of what it's built towards. It's like your everyday jewelry. So like, I'm like, can I work this into my life? If I can't, then who can, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's all you solo. It's just me. I wow. say we in all of our marketing, but it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. um, do you, do you think there's an advantage to saying we, uh, rather than me? I think so. I don't know. I I don't know. Like I heard that in a podcast one time. Um, this uh, entrepreneur podcast that was geared towards women and this girl that had, that started it and ran it when she started her first business. That's what she always said was like I you know I said we from the beginning even before it was a we because it was like I was manifesting it to grow into something bigger and mm. I knew eventually it'd be a we so I just started with that and I was like I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean so. Um, what are some of the pieces like you've chosen to put in Fuse Boutique? Like some that we have today. Apart from the hair clip looks great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> but so can you walk me through some of that? Sure. So most of it is earrings. I have like a few like bracelets on here too. Yeah. Um, just mostly things that 
like are eye-catching and trendy right now. So mm. like thick metallic earrings are kind of having a bit of a moment as okay. our pearl hair clips. Like all of it is sort of like the pieces that are having like a moment right now. So uh. like different variations of hoops and like, so there's like different sizes on there. And then just like your smaller earrings like that everybody needs. And like, that's kind of the way that I look at it is like, what's really trendy right now? Because that's what you're, that's what this market is looking for. Like the people who want to spend $15 on their earrings rather than 500, yeah. you're buying the trendy stuff. For 15. Yeah, 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 man. I, I, I saw some uh jewelry and the prices like that's a fucking car, <laughs> that's a car right there. And I know. you're wearing, in... <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's a small group of people, I think, that can afford that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know any of them <laughs> personally. So, um, and then with Fuse Boutique, do you think I know you said you thought of at adding some makeup thing but do you think that will still happen or I don't think so no I don't think because you know with be with makeup and beauty and that kind of thing like that space is so crowded right now like coming oh. out with new like I looked into starting my own makeup line and the upfront investment is insane yeah and and it's so crowded so like the upfront investment is there but then without like a lot of money to Maybe keep I'm it going a, what is that girl Fosh. one of the the Jenna, if you're not Jenna, Jacqueline, no, no, who's Jenna? Jen, uh, Kylie Jenna. If oh, you're not Kylie, Kylie Jenna. Jenna, yeah, then your makeup is not gonna sell. Exactly. Oh, Rihanna. Like that's who we're up. You're up against. <laughs> yeah. right? like, I mean, I don't think I'm at their level. Yeah. So yeah, and that you know, I think that that's kind of what makeup has turned into. Like, if you're starting a new brand, you better have a huge following, otherwise yeah. you're just buried in the pile. Gotcha. And so like, I just I knew that that. I don't know. I looked into it and after I looked into it and learned a little bit more about it, I was like, you know what? Like that would be really amazing. But also the responsibility of like having creating all of these products and like making sure that like I just was like, you know what? Like I don't that's not me yet. Mm. Maybe someday, but it, it's just not me yet. Like yeah. I'm gonna start a little smaller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, you know, even though this is smaller, all that responsibility and stuff you talked about still comes to here. It still comes, yeah. yeah. But it's a little bit less. Like, I don't think someone could harm themselves with earrings through any fault of mine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if anybody got something and it was broken or it broke, or what, I would just give them a refund. And then gotcha. there you go, problem solved. Um, if somebody, you know, has a makeup product that's um, cross-contaminated and they hurt themselves or they become sick because of that like that's a bigger issue big, big, so big. that's kind of something i didn't want to take on yeah yeah big. um also with uh so <clears throat> fuseboutique.com right mm -hmm. is it just one word just one word oh nice no dash holy no smokes dash. wow nope. i've got is... a dot and a dash on instagram but not on not yeah, the yeah. website yeah okay yeah. so so fuseboutique.com go there choose a piece you want mm -hmm. what's your uh delivery process like so i actually just order to be delivered so i don't carry any inventory yet eventually i want to but where mm. i have two other jobs i don't gotcha. think i would have the time to ship like package it and ship it so when somebody orders from me i order it from the supplier it's a drop shipping model yeah. which you probably have heard of yeah yeah and so it's like I'm sort it's of not I'm, involved I'm, in yeah, that process. Like, I'm hooking this person up. You said two jobs. What's the other job? Well, I have a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a full-time sales job. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do it? I just like, don't have a lot of free time. I, 
Yeah, I, I sleep seven hours a night still. Are you in a relationship? I am. I did everything. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. pieces to handle. It is, yeah. And then you decide, oh, you know what? I'm just going to start one new thing. In the busiest time of the year. <laughs> Why not? Because if I can't do it now, I could never do it. Fair enough. I guess. So it's like, you love challenges, I'm guessing. I do. And I just find that I'm somebody that... I've I've gone through this pattern in my life and I just started realizing it when I starting all these new ventures is that once I get comfortable, like that's when I'm I'm not as happy as as I oh. want to be. And I'm not feeling challenged and I'm not growing. Mm. So I, as soon as I like I've handled something, like as soon as I handled my YouTube channel, I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about that now. Like I know what I need to do, I know when I need to film the videos, I know how much time I need to edit it, I know what I want it to look like, and I I have my upload times and that's when I do it. And so in between all of that, in between my clients that are on the weekends, I do this. So Mm. it's like weeknights and like Sunday afternoons is when I work on it. And so I just kind of like have, I just have my whole week planned out Mm. and like what evenings I'm doing this. And my partner is extremely supportive and so he knows that this is like, an entrepreneurial type life is what I've always wanted. Yeah. And he has the same desire and the same goals for mm. himself. And his job is very intense and very um, stressful and serious. And so he's, you know, he's never told me like, don't do that. Like, I don't think you should do that. You don't have time. Like he's gotcha, like, do gotcha. it. You can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Go for it. And if it doesn't work out, think about everything you learned. Boom. So yeah. That's a great approach. Yeah. Oh man, that, you guys make a great team. I have so many questions, but you know, we're out of time. So okay. I'm going to end it with this one. Like, yeah. Handling all these things, and I know I'm going to refer back to when you said you kind of would love to have someone you can mentor and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to such a person that wanted to start, not just makeup or jewelry or whatever, but something following their passion? What advice would you have for such a person? Um, I think that just like following your passion is so important, and life is so long if you hate what you do. So, you know, like you have to love what you do with your life. Or if you're not, if you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of passion, also don't feel guilty about that. Mm. But I think that anybody that does, just do it. And if you keep doing it, you'll get better at it. Like when I started doing makeup, I was not very good at it. <laughs> but if, you, if it's something you like, you're going to push through that and you will get better. Like practice really does make perfect. And just keep going and mm. just don't give up and you'll get there. It just might not be on your timeline, but you'll get there. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Megan. Thank you for having me. This was great. This is the Blackout Podcast. listening.